0: Welcome to the Venus Rises Astrology Podcast with co-hosts Bronwyn Simons and Rebecca Beer, two Venus World astrologers, bringing you the planetary energy of the week. Hey.
1: Hi, Rebecca.
0: How you doing, Bronwyn?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's been a big week. I don't. It has. Think that we expected it to go off the way it did. I mean, but it, nope. it did go off, and so we're having another big week this week. But we have yep. a chance. So many opportunities to work with the Aquarian energy in the sky. I'm really looking forward to it. I think that's going to be revelatory.
1: There are so many opportunities for clarity and for shifting our thinking. And there's just a lot of action in the sky. And most of it's in an Aquarius.
0: Yeah, and when I was looking over the notes for the week, all I could think of, actually, what came to mind was this story. When I was little, I had, you know, enrolled in some dance classes. I was not a good uh, ballerina by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, <laughs> we did the Snow Queen once. It's a Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, and there is this ice queen, that um when she's sort of like indoctrinating um people to her army she puts like shards of this mirror or like pieces of ice glass in their eye to alter their perspective um and kind of like pervert their vision and i just thought ice queen that's so Aquarian, right so this this week we have the opportunity to sort of take the glass out of our eyes
1: i think this archetype is so on point for this week this um this midwinter moment, we just passed that cross-quarter day that is the middle of winter, but also the spark of life returning. And for a lot of us in the northern hemisphere, it's still very dark and cold. But there's this um this clarity of vision that comes in with the most positive aspects of the Aquarian mind. So I love that as a, a mythic reference for point for us this week
0: yeah and it kind of fits right in because we're going to have the new moon in Aquarius which means Mm -hmm. that as we start off this week we're still in the closing cycle of that last uh, new moon that we had in Capricorn on January 13th so that was sort of like taking those structures the societal structures of governance and like um perceptions about history whether that's related to colonization or capitalism or white supremacy or whatever sort of been embedded in our system that needs to be broken down and dismantled that is that capricorn energy that we're working with all throughout 2020 and a lot of those themes have come to light in the past month in the in dialogue and conversation with like group thinking group organizations right and even the government so that's all up for review and we're like offered the blessing of a mercury in retrograde again you know that's an odd thing for me to say but i sincerely believe that yeah mercury is offering us the opportunity to like review and reflect and do like a little bit of soul searching even though it's making our communication a little bit fragile and like tenuous people are you know there's a little bit of miscommunication and reactionary energy in the vibe, but um, Mercury is offering us the opportunity this week to do like a lot of deep soul searching around these arguments and like contentious belief systems that people have been like bumping up against. Boil it down to like the Snow Queen, you know, allowing us to recognize our own limitations.
1: Yeah, I I like what you're saying about this—the movement from Capricorn to Aquarius and how in this lunation. We are experiencing kind of a microcosm of the larger shifts and movement that that the whole 2020-2021 scenario is bringing us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And with us this, this last month, it's been kind of an incubator for these, these really powerful conversations. And for many of us, internal shifts around ideology and how we communicate that in our own belief systems and um, it's just been a powerful incubator for that and I think this week as we move through that balsamic phase of the moon which is the the dark phase right before the new moon right when we think about taking the essence of everything that the lunation has brought to us and distilling it down to what we want to carry forward into the next cycle so we've been having those conversations that help us to distill down what we want to carry forward, not not only for this coming lunation, but for this year and for years to come really. It's it's such a powerful turning point really in in the year and in the, the larger cycles. Yeah. For, for our minds and our belief systems and our, our conversations and our bigger conversations that we're having within, you know, within community.
0: And even the intimate conversations that you can have with yourself and recognizing your own limitations around your own belief systems. Like this can be like a very private internal time to review this because you've been pushed to um, embrace broader perspective by the communities that you participate in. Yeah. So we can take the downtime to sort of reconfigure, you know, where our own limiting thoughts have been preventing us from moving forward and embracing... I don't know a greater sense of humanity
1: yeah it's that's really interesting because one of the ways that it has manifested personally for me is in witnessing the conversations that are happening on a larger scale both politically and within within my own community that has sparked internal conversations that are really I think going to shift the way I do things moving forward
0: yeah, me too. I've been having a lot of little personal revelations and some of them, you know, have been very deep and profound. So it's yeah. it's not necessarily pleasant territory to traverse over, but the work is essential.
1: Yeah, it is essential work. So that's that's kind of the crucible that we're in this week. Yeah,
0: that's a wallpaper. Yeah. So should we start so, with Monday?
1: Yeah, let's start with Monday.
0: Monday. Monday. We have the sun in Aquarius conjunct Mercury retrograde. So we like this as a moment of clarity.
1: Yeah. It's the center of Mercury's retrograde journey. It's a, Paradoxically, it's right in the middle of the retrograde, but it's that moment when things get really still and clear, and you can have internal flashes of brilliance little light bulb moments
0: yeah we're saying this because like when the sun conjuncts a planet and it moves into the center or the heart of the sun it's called kazimi and there's like a point of illumination so it can be when a planet is close to the sun because the sun is so bright you can kind of forget that that planet exists because it's being outshone right yeah um but at the moment when it moves exactly conjunct the sun there is like a light bulb moment where like mercury will be allowed to be sort of like illuminated in its own right without being overshadowed by the right power of the sun
1: yeah yeah and there's that potential for profound magical communication either inwardly within the south i always talk about looking for that one important idea or message that comes to you that day of the Kazemi because there will be something Mm -hmm. and you have to listen for it because of that sideways way that Mercury can sometimes work Mm -hmm. but really be aware of what's coming in because there can be an important message that just it can be deeply clarifying
0: yeah and also this day uh because the moon will still be in Capricorn we want to be careful that we are not caught unaware you know because we'll probably be very busy working or getting a project done i love the moon and capricorn for just like um getting down to work and accomplishing things but there will be information that we need to be sort of uh conscious on a different level just like you're saying yeah yeah so look yeah, out stay for these aware. moments of clarity and these little messages that you're getting yeah yeah and then, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. on
0: Tuesday, um, we still have the moon in Capricorn, but it's aligning with Pluto. It will be conjunct yeah. Pluto. So this is, there is a little bit of intensity to this, and you had some ideas about like um, the sun with Pallas too, right?
1: <clears throat> yeah, so on on Tuesday, we have moon conjunct Pluto. That, that comes along every month and is that moment of sort of... Um, well, our feeling heart meets the Lord of the Shadows. It's It can be intense. It can be empowering. It can be dark. At the same time, we're having our one of our beautiful asteroid goddesses, Pallas Athena, conjunct the sun. So Pallas is about pattern recognition and the inner strategic warrior, right? Remembering that Pallas Athena was the one who advised the warriors and gave them the big picture and the big strategies. So I think in a way, this is a repetition of a theme, right? We talked about with Monday, the flashes of clarity that can come. We have a repetition of that as palace comes to sit in the lap of the sun and allows us to see our patterns laid bare in a way that can be really fruitful. And this combined with a kind of shadow work that comes along when the moon touches Pluto, mm-hmm. I'm seeing it as kind of an, an opening up of a powerful vein inside us that might be grief, it might be regret, it might be just some deep power that we haven't accessed in ourselves yet. And at the same time that we become aware of that, and I can kind of feel that in my gut, even as I say it, it's a very visceral feeling that we'll feel in our bodies it always is when the moon conjuncts pluto right it's like our there's we feel it we feel our emotions intensely in the body with the moon stuff but at the same time there's this mental clarity and ability to see the pattern so i think if we are aware that this is coming in we don't get caught in the shadow we can use it as a moment of revelation that will instruct us on how to move forward in service
0: this is um, really so, interesting, too, because like normally the moon in Capricorn, because the moon enjoys its position in uh, Cancer so, so yeah. much, it's in rulership in Cancer. When it moves to the opposite sign, sometimes the moon in Capricorn has a trouble like identifying what its emotions are or where they're coming yeah. from. It just doesn't really know because it's not necessarily, it's kind of like the moon is enshrouded in, in with like this Saturnine bunker when it's Mm -hmm. a moon in capricorn because it's ruled by saturn so these emotions might be like coming up sort and you might not be able to like identify them but the blessing here definitely is that the sun with palace will give us the capacity to like mentally access our emotional body so we'll be able to make that connection and have some kind of like emotional revelation or like a mental clearing like you said when we started uh before we started recording that there will be like the combination of these two is really an asset for us for clarity yeah so monday yeah mental
1: clearing yeah
0: monday and tuesday are really great for that
1: yeah it's it's an unusual mix of energies that doesn't come along all the time being able to get that kind of clarity about deeply felt emotion so on wednesday
0: wednesday is is um interesting because we have all this like emotional like awareness that comes to light monday and tuesday these days of clarity and then wednesday it's almost as if like um this new perception that you've obtained is tested because mercury is going to be squaring mars and taurus so that like undoubtedly like some kind of uh, confrontation maybe or like a disagreement or resentment will like bubble up to the surface um, and this will be the territory that you can, like, uh, practice your new reframed uh, perception of things. Because totally. of misunderstandings will arise and, like, maybe we'll want to jump the gun if it's a Mars square. Um, but we also that day have, like, this helpful energy of the moon conjunct of Venus and Jupiter. It's going to kind of, like, soothe the... Sue's the pathway for your capacity to take the high road when these like uh, things come up that need to be fleshed out for resolution. And it will be like a testing ground for this new information that you've discovered on Monday and Tuesday.
1: Yeah. And again, it's um, a really interesting layering of energies Mm -hmm. where there is some potential for conflict there, both internally and externally. But there's also a gift buried in that with that really powerful conjunction between Venus and Jupiter, which doesn't come along every day. That's like once every year and a half or so. We were thinking that the last one was in Sagittarius. It's been a while. Um, those are our, our two benefics. They bring the good, juicy things into our lives. So usually we love that conjunction, Venus-Jupiter, but I think there's there's a precaution here as well about going overboard with these nascent ideas and belief systems that we've been developing as we've started this this deep process of dismantling and that this could be a day because of that Mars Mercury and the potential for misunderstanding or potential conflict in communication combined with this kind of really expansive and unusual developing energy that there's definitely a gift there, but we need to be cautious not to go overboard either in our behavior or in our communication.
0: The following day, too, on Thursday, when we do have that new moon, um, that happens at 23 degrees of Aquarius, we are going to have that Venus and Saturn or Venus and Jupiter become exact as a conjunction in Aquarius. So that energy is continued into the next week. This whole week is kind of like this, like fluid process of of Sort of uh, uncovering your authenticity and these growth patterns of mental awareness and philosophical concepts that you're like learning so much about you might be like really over exuberant and kind of excited and want to share the news of your like brand new revelation (laughs) and like I've (laughs) discovered like my fatal flaw and now I'll I'm on top of the world, but remember, we're still in this fixed air thing. I want to also, because of this like excitement of the new discoveries that we're making and the new concepts that we're embracing as we become authentically more ourselves in these like growth patterns that we're investing in, there is the... Potential because Venus uh, conjunct Jupiter in Aquarius. We get the Venus and Jupiter like they, they can really go overboard. And I'm thinking about the nature of this the stellium with all these planets in Aquarius and how sort of discombobulating it's going to be because it's so much air energy that is like very ungrounded. So we can be like very heady, and as we try to catch up to ourselves there might be you know the fallback of excess consumption of you know whatever mm-hmm. chocolate i don't know sex, <laughs> um food in general this can be like a, you know we're trying to like ground ourselves and sometimes when we're feeling like overwhelmed and destabilized we will ground ourselves with things that are like excessively like uh, unfortunate for our systems so, you know, no, like, imp- much impulse spending and stuff like that. Something to hang on to while all of this air energy is going on. Because Jupiter yeah. and Venus definitely, when they get together, it sounds amazing and fantastic and can be. But there is, like, a precautionary tale there about, like, going overboard. Yeah. I live that, that precautionary tale. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is really, it's really important. And I think you're right that it can manifest ideologically or it can manifest just physically with our habitual indulgences.
0: Looking at this new moon though, that happens on Thursday because this Venus Aquarius, uh, Jupiter Aquarius conjunction is taking place at the same time as the new moon. This Mm -hmm. brings like, um, the ability to, sustain a higher vibration during the next the entirety of the next lunation cycle Like that is the blessing of the venus jupiter conjunction we can be more gentle with each other and more forgiving while we're you know trying to hash out our new opinions and perspectives on things with groups of people and our families and our friends
1: yeah absolutely it's a it's a beautiful potentially a beautiful blessing on that new moon and the new moon can sustain that vibration throughout the month And I feel like this um, analogy that we've been going back to again and again since the year began of the dance is really applicable here because there really is a balancing act happening here. Like we're in the middle of this complex choreography, this really Aquarian choreography, lots of stuff going on in our minds and hearts. and it's kind of that middle part of the choreography that you just have to flow through and keep moving and keep your balance as you move. It's all about keeping that mental and emotional balance to get the real juice out of this, this quite exquisite moment that can be a turning point for us emotionally and mentally. I, but I like that with
0: Venus and Jupiter, though, because that yeah. is like those moments when you actually lose yourself and you forget to think about like what your feet are doing or how you need yeah. how you react to your apartment, your um, your partner, and you're yeah. just like in the flow of the music and you let the music yeah. kind of like carry you away. That yeah. can be where like Neptune comes in to serve us.
1: Mm, yeah, it's like beautiful.
0: Falling into the flow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, the best potential of this really, really lovely moon. So just keep breathing through it and maintain your poise and balance, and, and you got it.
0: Right, as long as you don't get carried away with your new yes. thought paradigm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then um, on Friday, we have some nice things happening, too. Um, Friday is the Lunar New Year, so it's Happy Chinese New Year. Mm -hmm. um in chinese astrology this is year of the golden ox and the ox is a symbol of honesty loyalty and determination the moon on friday the moon will be in pisces sextiling uranus so this helps with working in harmony with groups and organization again and bringing us a little bit more down to earth if we got yeah Yeah, the
1: moon has made that made that long transit, extra long (laughs) two and a half days through Aquarius talking to everybody in the sky and gets to take that deep dive into Pisces to bring us back to our bodies and back to our dreams and kind of out of this, the hyper conscious airy Aquarian realm back into the depths of our emotional body right because that kind of felt
0: like a little bit manic right for the past yeah few days. i think there's
1: manic potential there for sure
0: until we get to this moon in Pisces, which will help bring us down a little bit yeah it's something a little bit more um, tactile
1: and I, I just as a side note about that lunar new year it's also um losar which is the tibetan new year and that is a day in the t- tibetan buddhist tradition when all of our actions are amplified So there's the idea that the the karma that we create on that day is amplified and multiplied many, many times. Whatever you do that's good, it's extra good. Whatever you do that's bad, it's extra bad. So it's a good day. I mean, hopefully we would live every day like that, but it's a good day to be very attuned to your actions and try to get some extra amplification out of the good ones. It's kind of nice to just do that on the new moon anyway to set the tone. For the coming month,
0: um, Saturday we have Mercury in Aquarius, conjunct Venus in Aquarius. So, to continue, there's so much Aquarian energy being stimulated in the sky these days. Um, Mercury and conjunct Venus helps us tap into our creativity, um, to be friendly, maybe a little bit of resolution of misunderstandings. This is a theme that we're working on all month. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. But with this new moon energy, there's like a fresh new opportunity to seed some, um, some forgiveness, I would say, into your life if we're doing a Mercury-Venus thing. Yeah. As you review where you've like sort of stepped on people's toes or you've come across a little too harsh, we're doing the mercury retrograde thing. When we come into Mercury with Venus, we're kind of merging and fusing that together and giving it like a positive, um, a positive way to reconfigure our relationships.
1: I love that for this day because the other thing that happens on saturday is that the moon in pisces is conjunct neptune in pisces so that's a real activation of the compassionate self and the way that that talks to that mercury venus is really lovely there's an opening for forgiveness there too and it's also and,
0: sextiling mars which brings it even further like taking action oh yeah yeah, right. So this, that's like brings yeah. attention to like um, healing, like the collective and like reconsideration of like a disadvantaged or underrepresented groups of people and maybe broadens your thinking a little bit.
1: Yeah, this is the day that loops in Vesta as well, because she is Vesta being where we hold that flame, not only in our homes and in our hearts, but as citizens. It's that, that flame of right action in the world and connecting with that within ourselves and we have the moon neptune opposite vesta and that that is also trine and sextile mars so it's a beautiful moment to take to begin to take positive action on those new ideals and to also practice self-compassion and forgiveness and have that have an actual impact on the world
0: yeah saturday looks like a really fabulous day for healing yeah yeah, it is. Literal, figurative, mental, all levels, psychological. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, there's just w- one healing signature after another on this day because this was also the day that I had noticed that Saturn has just um, completed an opposition with Hygieia. So, this might be for you on a personal level an opportunity to find that the right healing structure for you or the right modality. Mm-hmm. Um, Hygieia often brings in the right practitioner or the right regimen for you. And I'm seeing Saturn in, in his positive aspect here of he, he who creates the containers um, through which the power can move. And we might see that also echoed in the world. I'm, I'm thinking specifically about how there have been so many obstructions to the distribution of the vaccine. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't hear some news about that, those channels being opened up like, but again, that's just yet another healing signature here so we have everything from physical healing to emotional healing to to um to the healing of the group and and the heart of the human family. There's a lot going on there. It's really lovely.
0: I think that too because the lunar new year started the day before and we're still working under the auspices of a new moon in Aquarius and there is so much fabulous healing energy like Saturday I'm gonna do my new moon meditation and my new moon list and my new moon ritual and it can even be like a reboot or like a refurbishing if you had some intentions that you set for like a new year's resolution anything like that like this is just a wonderful day on Saturday
1: yeah I really like that that is that is a really good day to schedule your um your new moon. new moon ceremony for I like having those a little bit after the new moon perfects once the that crescent has taken a little light it adds it adds light to your intentions and i have some um a personal healing ceremony that i need to do that i think this looks like a good day for it
0: yeah i got some stuff to do too this is a five star (laughs) day on saturday (laughs) yeah
1: we've all got some healing stuff to do so good day to get on it
0: um, we are not off of the roller coaster, though, I have to say, because what? Sunday, Mercury in Aquarius can jump Jupiter in Aquarius. Right. so It's just like all Aquarius all the time. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about this? I mean, Jupiter, Mercury is kind of a good day for news, theoretically, being social, keeping an open mind, kind of lucky feeling. But there is like, um, because it's taking place in Aquarius, it could be like in Jupiter, I know Mm. because I have a Jupiter and Sag and the Sag rising, it can be like a little bit of a know it all sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll have to watch ourselves. This is again like that theme about um, being a little bit over exuberant in your new authenticity, right?
1: Yeah. And um, you had mentioned a little bit of manic energy before. And I think think that that's a potential there too with just all of that air and with the messenger. In the arms of the expansive one, there's um, you know, on the positive side, it could be you're just super excited about sharing some good news or some good news that has just come in for you. But yeah, it could be you know, when the mind is just a little overly expansive, I think there might be potential there too, as we're building on these really positive new um ideals. That we're building in, that sometimes we can take that a little bit too far Mm -hmm. and push ourselves into beliefs or ideologies that are a little bit too far out there. So it's a time to think about that, too. Um, Just notice and observe. There'll be time for reeling back in later, but just notice and observe where things are kind of flying flying out to the edges of things is how it feels
0: and definitely with jupiter in the mix so strongly this week there is again that cautionary um element of just going overboard yes yeah so reel it back in a little bit yeah it's like there could be you know i just feel like it could be a little bit of like didactic instruction and in conversation i found this new thing and this is the answer to all of the things and everybody needs to like subscribe to my i found this watch. three days
1: ago and now you should just get on board with it and i'm gonna pr- evangelize about it a little bit exactly so there is exactly. that yeah all
0: of this kind of feeds in with the like overarching energy of saturn and aquarius that we mm-hmm. are approaching right yeah yeah We're trying to like break up and dismantle the structures that don't serve us um and at the same time, we can be like over exuberant and kind of going too far in the destruction of like past yeah. paradigms.
1: Yeah, that, that's really, really well said. And I think this week, as we were saying at the top, I think it's, it's, it's experiencing the energy of the year kind of in miniature. Like we're, it's, it's a lab for experimenting with how we want to move forward as we dismantle the old and build in the new. And we're going to experience some of the beauty of that this week and some of the pitfalls. Mm -hmm. So it's a good time to really pay attention to where your mind is going and where your communication is going, because some of it's going to be really, really good. And some of it's just going to be over the top.
0: Yeah. I mean, we have to do that like Snow Queen thing and make sure that we don't have those like ice crystals in our eyes that are like perverting our perspective or like uh, clouding our vision for the future. Um, Yeah. Beautiful what you have a great flower essence for this week
1: yeah i was just thinking about that with the snow queen it's called water violet and it's the remedy to work with if you're feeling that you've gotten a little rigid in your ideas and you're 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 proud and aloof yes knowledgeable and yes really capable but maybe that's holding you back from your flexibility and your full engagement in communication so what water violet helps you to do is to soften up some of those rigid beliefs and even to soften up a little bit physically cuz rigid beliefs can lead to rigid body, right? And even just even just the aquarian thing of, of being so much in your mind can kind of pull us out of embodiment and leave our bodies kind of either neglected or <laughs> overly stiff. Yeah, literally on the wayside. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So the water violet will help you to access the positive side of this and, and make you strong and self-reliant, but at the same time, um, flexible and compassionate. So I think it's an interesting remedy to work with to kind of uncover the places where we have mental rigidity, because those are definitely blind spots that we have. We're, you know, Aquarius is so out there. Sometimes we forget that this is a fixed sign. Right. So it can be about that rigidity of thinking, and it's really hard to see those parts of ourselves really clearly. So this remedy will help with that. It will help you to gently expose those, those rigid parts of your own thinking and have some ease about them and um, gentleness and maybe some release of the grief that has built those rigid structures. So, I think it's a powerful one for these times. Yeah, I
0: love that for not only this week, but this entire lunation cycle. Yeah. And then also, just because we're going to be having the whole dance between Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, I think this will be a good one to to keep using, you know, through the entirety of the year.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's great. I have something that kind of ties in with that. It's cardamom, it's what you. It's a, it's often used in like Indian spices and um, Indian dishes rather and uh, and uh, chai. It's one of the key ingredients in chai. It's one of my favorite spices to cook with, but it relates to objectivity. It helps you regain objectivity and this kind of like um, mental sobriety or self-control mm. around the thoughts. And it also works with people who feel frustrated or angry with other people. And we're going to, we're having a lot of like Mars contacts this week too, right? Yeah. So, you know, there can be like a little bit of projection and a little bit of anger or frustration with people who aren't thinking the same way that we are, or who aren't like quote unquote catching up to like our wokeness. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So yes, it helps with um, anger and aggression. Uh, which becomes directed outward and helps you sort of focus on yourself and center yourself in your solar plexus which has to do with mm-hmm. like your own sense of responsibility for yourself so
1: perfect yeah it's perfect and i love cardamom i love the fragrance of it and it, it has there's it has a really comforting quality i l- i like to sprinkle a little bit on top of my coffee in the morning sometimes just to have that fragrance in my in my head first thing in the morning it's just such a lovely spice it's
0: really warm and rounding yeah then we have a stone called lepidolite it's kind of this pink purple you might have some Mm -hmm. it looks like a quartz but it's a little bit more opaque um Mm -hmm. and kind of denser Right. So it's not it's not going to be translucent necessarily, um, but it's an Aquarian stone that helps you get out of your head and inspires you to take the downtime that you need to thrive. So, again, we're still in a Mercury retrograde period. Yeah, everybody wants to push forward all the time where we're going to be really excited. But like we need downtime and rest. So lepidolite is a stone of transition that assists in the release and reorganization of old behavioral and psychological patterns. So you can like gently induce change and dissipate the negativity um so that you can work on like a higher ground in service to humanity as opposed to just like being in your head and like being a little bit of self-serving because like this, uh, that's one of the mm. drawbacks of aquarius is that like self, self-righteousness
1: i that's perfect i'm I'm actually really excited about all the supports this week. Yeah. Everything's kind
0: of like tying into the, the same theme this week. I really like it. Yeah. I'm excited about the water
1: violet too, actually. I might get some of that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to get all of those going for sure. So where else can folks find us? On Facebook, right? On
0: Facebook and on Instagram. We will put and some on Instagram. links into the show notes. And thank mm-hmm. you all for listening to the Venus Rises Astrology Podcast. If you like what you're hearing uh, be sure to like and subscribe you can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes that will help us a long way and you can follow us on Facebook and on Facebook too you can find the show notes and leave comments or questions about each other